So the so the police officer looks at me and he says, "You pick up the guns from underneath the seat and start slowly passing it. If you point the gun at me, I will shoot right now." Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Mighty DJ. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks, aka Young One with himself. A special thanks to all of you out there joining on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Thank you, Keon, as well. How are you, sir? Take us away. I'm doing very well. On our adventure. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Um, I'm over here, like I said, fiending for an adventure. It's been snowing a lot mm-hmm. lately. It's been very cold. Um, I've been itching to get outside and fish or hike or something somewhere. Um, but you know, I think are, it's gonna be nice too, tomorrow. Are we too? Huh? Are we too old for snow activities? If the snow activities are not snowboarding or skiing, so that pretty much means just going out in the snow. Are you too old for um, that activity? I'm not too old for it. I just, I mean, I don't know. Like, if, Antoinette, if, I, if Antoinette's like, let's go outside and make some snow angels. Like, let's go. Let's go make yeah. some snow angels. Let's yeah, go. I would do that. Okay. okay. That's not a big deal. Let's go snowball fight. I would do that. I would do that. Okay. I'm just asking. I'm just yeah. asking. So you could have, so all right. So you could have gone out and had some sort of adventure then. That was outside yeah, of a real activity. I, I guess so. Sure. 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 Not the adventure I had in mind, but yes. Yes. <laughs> I haven't been doing shit. I've had the laziest week of my entire life. Really? How <laughs> so though? I mean, oh. I mean, I went. I mean, you know, I went to the gym on Sunday and I went yesterday, even though that you know turned out to be what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no. Aside from that, I've been in the house eating a lot of food. Yeah. And just chilling. Yeah. Video games, Laura Crawl, and I'm. You know me. I don't even. When I play video games, it's like one week out of the year or something like that. But I play it really hard because I'm just trying to complete it. Laura Croft. Even though it's a 2018 game, you know, I get on the stuff late. I don't mean game. shit. I don't mean <laughs> it's a shit. Great game. I mean, you know, to a lot of people, you know what I mean? You know? Yo, I mean, what are you drinking? What is that? What is that? Moss this is juice? A, what is that? What did you just call see, it? Moss? Seaweed moss juice? <laughs> what is that? This is... Some turmeric in there. I actually don't. I actually don't think I know all the ingredients. There's this kale. I know there's kale, some carrots, orange, spinach. It's like one of those juices. Yeah, it look yeah. like you got it out the mud. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it gives you that earthy. It tastes like earth. <laughs> it tastes like. I'm not earth. gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not. It's it's clearly not chock full of a bunch of granulated sugar or anything. Right, like right, right, right. You can tell. You can tell that it's truly just juiced. With the ingredients said, and then that's what you get. This tastes like a, it's kind of it's kind of grainy uh-huh. from the vegetables and. Does it have a grassy know. taste? Like a grass, like a. It's a it's a slight it's a slight grassy taste. Very green yeah. again, taste. There's, again, there's kale, there's spinach inside right. of it, so that alone will take care of it. You know, with your kale experience. Yes. Not, you know. Yes. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> but, that, but yeah, no, but 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 I like that. When I go out and get smoothies and juices and stuff like that, I always tell them to take the. I used to work a tropical smoothie. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of sugar that these stores put in your 
people think that, matter of fact, I'm so glad we got on this. I'm so glad you asked me about this. People think that because you go to a Smoothie King or a Tropical Smoothie or whatever the fuck it is you're going to get a smoothie or any healthy looking spot because it looks healthy on the outside. Health may even be in the fucking title or whatever the, right. the case may be. <laughs> right. You go in there and they talk about gluten free options or, the, you know, they'll put power in front of certain things. Like yeah. they have this power kiwi smoothie or uh-huh. whatever the fuck it is. Have this lean green thing drink, whatever the fuck it is. But so people stop thinking about the healthy decisions that they have to make when they're in the healthy spots. Right. Because you can go to a quote unquote healthy spot and then make terrible fucking decisions. Uh-huh. When I go to smoothie places, they chuck, they put so, I used to be one of the people doing it. Uh-huh. They put so much sugar inside a smoothie. It's If you saw the amount, it's so ridiculous. Wow. Like it's crazy. It's like these two big ass scoops. Of, of sugar, of just granulated sugar, or turbinado, it's like raw sugar, and they just throw that shit in it. It's a wow. lot of sugar. It's not good for you, especially because people don't know this. When you're blending, when you're blending a bunch of fruits anyway, all you're getting is all that sugar yeah. from the fruits. I believe they say you're supposed to, you know, eat your fruits. I mean, you can blend some of them in there, but you're supposed to blend your veggies. Oh. So... Yeah, it's really interesting that people just think that you can just go somewhere and just yeah. get these big ass twenty four ounce smoothies chucked full of sugar and it's gonna be all right. I remember, I remember, really work that way. I remember you used to get that uh, was it the Caribbean Sunburst, but you would ask for like real oranges versus like the orange supplement or something like that that they would. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's there's an orange pump and then there yeah. are orange slices. Give right. me the give me the orange. Give me I want <laughs> the orange slices. I don't want this <laughs> this orange pump over here. This concentrated orange. Right. I don't want that. <laughs> it's the same thing with with the with the super berries, the acai, which is high on antioxidants. Yeah. Same thing. They they have a pump for that. They had a pump for the goji berry. They had a pump for pomegranate. It's like no, Damn. I want some pomegranate seeds. I want some acai berries. I want some yeah. So you gotta you gotta still make the healthy decision. You still have to make the conscious decision when you go to these places. Don't let these motherfuckers fool you because they got a couple leaves next to their name <laughs> or something like that. Like, don't. <laughs> I'm serious, man. They get they get people all the time. They, they, you go in there and they catch you off guard because they got a bunch of bunch of different powders and shit that they putting in there, but <laughs> they're not yeah, showing you all the yeah. sugar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, they get you, oh, we have oats and chia seeds over here. And yeah. so we're going to get you some fiber from these flax seeds. Like, yeah, but then you're also putting in a pound of sugar I no, nah, I'm good on that, but but I actually I'm I'm glad we got on this. We have a, a lot of stuff I, I think that we're going to talk about today. Right. Now that we're on this track, I think that it would be best for us to talk about something I just woke up to this morning. All right. <laughs> All right. This is the thing I told you about. What this is one of the two things I told you about could go either way for me <laughs> on this on this episode. I I come right. off looking like an <laughs> asshole, or I come off looking just come. Coming with well thought out ideas and uh-huh. rebuttals to conventional thinking for things. Is All this right. fair warning? Uh, man, you know what? To be, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, I I really don't give a shit. I, All right. you know, you've known me for a long time. When it comes to to talking about things and coming on this platform. Whatever people have been listening to this think have been the raciest, wildest, most outlandish things that I've said about whatever, I've never given a shit. 
not on one episode did I come and was like skittish or kind of scared about talking with her. I never cared. Gotcha. I truly, it, I'm just going to say what I got to say. And then, you know, you just kind of let the cards fall where they may at that point. Any last words? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, these might be my last words. So, <laughs> so this is what I got. All right. I'm trying to figure out. Well, I'm think I was thinking about all these different people that are in relationships that they haven't wanted haven't wanted to be a part of for a long time, mm-hmm. and various reasons as to why that may be the case. Right. And <clears throat> I'm at the gym, and I see plenty. Well, let me not say plenty, but I see some couples in there. You know, trying to get it together as couples. Right. And I'm thinking about how, like, what percentage of couples was the second person sort of dragged in there? Mm. Like, all right, listen, like, I'm going to the gym. This is a big part of my life. This is what I like to do. I like to be fit for this, this, and that reason. You're coming with me. Okay. I've also been on the other end of the spectrum where I've seen people say, you know what? My boyfriend doesn't like to go to the gym. He doesn't like to exercise at all. And I know some people like that where it's like top on their list. Top three things they will not, you will not catch them doing is exercising. Like they'll tell you straight up like, nah, like I don't exercise. Like you're not going to give me the exercise. I don't care about exercising. I'm not fucking doing it. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, all right. That's, that's you. Like that's whatever. That's, that's up to you. It's your life. But when you're with someone and you we're talking about, you're trying to commit to this person. I want to have the conversation of how do you have the conversation healthily of I would like you to live a better life. I would like for you to be a more fit person. I would like for you to be a healthier person. And and I think there are many different ways of having that discussion and many different driving forces that would cause one to have that conversation with this significant other. So, so I guess, I mean, if you have anything to say based off of anything I've said, I'll, I'll let so, you So, okay. I, I, um, I have a, a kind of a short story that kind of goes with this. Um, if, if my fiance listens to this, I'm, I'm saying this not to, uh, you know, not to put you on the spot, but just because I think it's pretty hilarious. Um, and I think that you guys okay. will think it's, I think you guys will think it is too. So, um, you know, my fiance, she, she's, she's a, she's a health nerd, health advocate. She likes to take care of herself. Um, you, you know, and I'm not just talking about doctor's visits and things like that. She, you know, she takes care of her skin. She take, you know, she tries to take care of her body. Um, you know, she's really in, she's really into that. Um, she said something to me a few months ago, um, cause I had mentioned, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, this is gonna be funny to me. I just, for some reason, I just already know <laughs> the way that you're setting it up is gonna make me laugh. Go ahead. She said something to me a few months ago um, because someone that I I had known, you know, you know, I, like I, I still know them, but someone I, I'm, I'm not gonna say I grew up with them, but just someone I know personally, right? Um, had passed okay. away at a young age. He was, um, okay. he was like 30, maybe 30. No, like I'm sorry, he was like maybe like 34, 35, and you may know who I'm talking about. Um, because we've talked about it before, but, um, we were talking about it and, you know, we were just talking about how that's, you know, that's just really young for him to go like that. And I'm not saying that this person didn't exercise or didn't do anything, you know, did anything wrong, but, um, 
she was just looking at me. She was like, yo, Keon, like, you know, you really need to, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you're going to the doctors. You know, we should, you know, let's, you know, we should be trying to eat right. This, my fiance looked me in my eyes and she said, you will not ruin my marriage by dying early. Because, because, you, because, you're, out here, because you're out here not getting checked out. <laughs> She said, she said, you will not ruin my marriage by dying early because you chose not to go make sure you're getting yourself checked out and keeping up with your health. Right. Okay. So, so I'm glad that you brought that up because that's sort of in the lane that my mind was in. Uh I'm thinking if you're talking about a relationship that you can see, you know, just pretty much going down the line time for you all we're talking about uh-huh. you're committing for life right or you you know you just see this person being in your in your future it's sort of like when you have a child this is something you can pr- clearly attest to your choices are no longer your own right they're not keon's choices i like, no, they're keon's choices that take care of a child right keon's choices that take care or are part of his nieces and nephews yeah. Every every choice you know, or, every or, or their lives. I mean. Every choice I make now is you know I I have to have everybody in mind. You know what I'm saying? Right, like the way <laughs> it's filtered through your mind. Like yeah, like in my mind, it's always just been, do I want to do this? Well, how does it affect you, Earl? And then and it moved. It had moved on. And even even being single, that had been something that was an unsophisticated way of looking at things because uh-huh. there's still people in my life that that will be affected by some of the decisions that I make, right? right? Even if they're just in regards to myself and my own well-being. But now that you understand that and people with children understand that and people that just look at other people with children, just people that observe other people in the ripples, the ripple effect of the, the cause, the ripple effect of their actions, they understand that when you're with someone Antoinette saying to you, do not ruin my marriage by checking out early. Yeah. I'm thinking this, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking the same thing, but I'm also thinking, well, what about if we plan on having children? Uh-huh. What if I want you to be able to get up and run around and play with them for as long as you can possibly do that? Uh-huh. What if, what if they want to get into sports? One, are you even going to be, since you're you're not in the, the physical fitness realm? Are you even going to want them to be a part of sports? Are you even going to try to implement that into their lives? If we are, because that could very well be the case, even though you're not in it, that's cool. Now, are you going to be able to take part in what they're doing at all? Mm-hmm. Can you go outside and play some basketball with them or go outside and hit, hit the tennis ball? Whatever it is that they're doing, can you go out and be a part of that? Or do you just always have to sit on the sidelines and just watch? Because mm-hmm. you didn't take care, you didn't you know, continue to well-oil that machine <clears throat> Um, when it comes to getting on further than that, we're talking about spending a lifetime together. I chose to be with you, right? Talking to this hypothetical significant other. Mm -hmm. But what I did not necessarily sign up for is me taking great care of myself over here, drinking the kale drinks with Mm -hmm. the grit in it. Mm -hmm. Okay, going to the gym, trying to work out. I did not decide to do all of that. So later on down the line, I could now take care of you 
who has broken down 30 years before me mm-hmm. because you didn't decide to do the same thing. So this is pretty much what Antoinette said, just taking down a few notches. Right. She said, don't roll out on me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, before that is even the case, you're going to be you're going to be rolling out in a different way. You're going to be slowly deteriorating and I'm going to be looking at it happening and you're not going to be taking care of yourself because it's it's your prerogative whether you want to be a fitness person or not, whatever the case may be. But right. now I'm supposed to just be with you because that was my word. My word was I'm going to stay with you. I like you for who you are. But this sort of goes in my whole point of I understand that looks aren't everything. But when you see someone taking great care of themselves, it says all these little social cues are embedded in other things. So when someone sees someone that works really hard in the gym, it's not just I like the tautness of your body, even though that's a thing as well. Right. But it could also be I see that you're ready to to work hard for something, push past the pain and achieve something and push push yourself past something that you didn't think you could be. Or right. achieve in the past, right? So I'm just thinking of different ways to really have this conversation with someone. If someone, you know, you're telling someone, like, I would really, I would really like for you to just be healthier. Yeah. For very for various reasons. If we're really going to be talking about trying to do this through the long haul, then you have to, no pun intended, you have to pull your own weight. <laughs> you have, you have, to, you have to make sure that you're on this ride with me, and we're both trying to maximize our years as a unit. Right. Because that's what we're supposed to be, right? A unit. So so yeah, I think that I think that that's a that's a really good conversation that I no, think we ought to have. I think it is. Um because a lot of people just kind of see that, you know, just see it as, you know, this is this is my companion. This person is going to be with me. This person loves me. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, you know, you know, it and it's it's an interesting way to think about it the way that you brought it up. You know, like, well, I want you to get the best out of this too, not just me. So, you know, don't let yourself get to a point where like, you know, we've got kids and, you know, what if they, like you said, what if they do get into sports? You can't, you can't, you know, like what, I I want you to go back there and and play some throwback tackle. I want you to go back there and, and, you know, hit a couple baseballs with a kid. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that makes sense. And, And, you know, even now, like me and Antoinette, you know, we do a lot of hiking. You know, uh, well, not a lot, but, you know, we try to hike. Right. Um, but, you know, 10 years from now, I, you know, I don't want one of us to just be to, you know, to fall off and just not be able to do that type of stuff anymore. Not be able to do the things that we both genuinely love, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's for sure. And, and this has been a much deeper way of looking at it. But in a more superficial way, I truly do feel like. People. People are in the type of relationship that we're talking about where they're not having this sort of conversation, not necessarily because they don't know how to articulate to the other person that they want them to live a healthier lifestyle for the ages to come, but because they're not attracted to the person sexually. Mm. Like a like a point where so they say, okay, it looks on everything. You should get to know the person. All right, that's cool. What if you did that? What if what if the person you felt like you were physically attracted to? Like enough. It wasn't really anything crazy where like that really did it for you, but you thought that they were really funny and really smart, whatever the case may be, you attracted their personality. They got you as a person. They understood you in a world where it seemed like that's just kind of hard to come by. 
you guys meet each other. That's cool. You start dating. But but then you also want them to look better. Mm-hmm. Like what like how does how does how does that how does that go? You know when uh-huh. it, when it comes to when it comes to aesthetics because now this is where you get in the lane of well, are you policing me? Are you policing the way that I ought to look for mm-hmm. your benefit? Mm-hmm. And I and I think and I think that that's a that, weird, that's a weird one. That is it's that iffy. Is, that's a tougher conversation. Um, it's a, yeah than, than the previous one. Um, you know, because a lot of people, I, you know, obviously you, you you know you say you know this person. Well, do you know their? Right. What are their insecurities? Is this one of their insecurities? Because if so, it's going to be a much tougher conversation to have. Um, right. And you know, you being you, um, you know, you you have this level of you know not give a shitness. Uh, okay. Okay. To you know that I don't know if I quite have that now. Yeah. I I will say that I'm probably the you know the nicer person like internally between us um i'm the i'm the type of person that's interesting i'm gonna debate i'm gonna debate that in a second but go ahead well just hear me out hear me out i'm or okay okay, maybe the word nicer isn't quite the word that i was going for i think i'm going for more of uh i will i guess i i guess i guess i give people more leeway than you will um in in a situation where like you know i I'm the type of person I might stick around a little longer than you would. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 in, yeah, yeah. yeah. Type of situation. That's a thousand percent. Yeah. That's one thousand. <laughs> that that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, because for me, if we're talking about effort, I need to. I like to see that someone's trying. I like right. to see. And my parents used to do this to me all the time. Anytime I wanted to do something growing up, they're like, "Well, show me. Uh-huh. If you show me that you really want to do it, I I know what it looks like when someone wants something. Mm-hmm. I know what it looks like." When I see that out of you, you'll have 1,000, all of my support. Right. you have every bit of it. Right. Because I love you. I care for you. I want the best for you. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing the work for you. Right. I'm not doing that. So once I see that you're there, oh, yeah, sure. You can have whatever you want from me. Like, we can we can get it popping. Like, I, mm-hmm. will, I will be there every step of the way. Right. But, I have, but you have to show me. So that's where I think the leeway, that's where, that's where the leeway differs from us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's not enough for me for someone to just say something. Like, right. Say I'm gonna be, be nah, nah. You gotta yeah. show me. I think I'm just. I, I guess I'm just. I think I'm just more willing to give more chances or opportunities. Yeah. Oh yeah, person, yeah, nah, fuck that. For this yeah. person to show me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not. I'm not with it. But that's. But that's another thing when people say, "Oh, well, just once New Year's comes along, I'm gonna get in the gym." That's why <laughs> the first month gym is fucking packed. Oh, New Year's comes around, I'm gonna do this. Or you just kiss people throughout the year. It'll be a Wednesday. Oh, I thought you were about to do this thing. I thought you were about to change your life in this new revelatory way. Oh, I'm, when Monday comes around, I'm going I'm to knock that out. Like once, just you know, I just need a new week. Once a yeah. new week starts, nigga, no, <laughs> it's a new, it, it's a, it's a new week all the time. There's always going to be, you know, as long as the earth doesn't fucking come crumbling beneath us, there will be seven days from now. Uh huh. There will be set. So it's always the new week. Like you trying to frame it for a Sunday or a Monday to start something. I see the same thing in people. So I'm, I usually just call bullshit pretty early. I'm like, uh-huh. ah, like if you want, if you wanted to do it, you would do it right. Like if you really wanted to do it, yeah. when I see people really want something, they go and do it every time. Anytime yeah. you see something, anyone really wants something. Mm-hmm. I want this candy bar. Mm-hmm. I want some pussy. 
I want this. I want that. You see somebody go out and they work for it. They go out and they get it. So if I don't see that happening, then in my mind, you don't want it. Right. You what you what you want is you want to want it. That's Uh what you want. You like the idea of it. You (laughs) like the idea of desiring that thing, but you don't Uh actually desire it, which is why you're not working for it. Uh But I thought that that was that was an interesting thing. I know that that's something a lot of people go through. I've heard a lot of stories of people getting in relationships, the person lets themselves go, mm-hmm. and the other person's still working hard at maintaining, mm-hmm. and they're just like, mm, this isn't really what I signed up for, but now you're putting me in the position to look like the asshole if I have anything to say about the way that you're taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. or lack thereof. Uh-huh. Or, the, you know, you letting yourself, you know, you just letting yourself go, and this is for whatever re- whatever the reasons may be, maybe I've been indoctrinated by all the media I've seen in my life and I like this sort of figure, whatever the case may be, this isn't what I signed up for. And am I the asshole for saying one or two things? One, this isn't what I signed up for. I would like someone that takes their health as seriously as I do or pushes me with my health as well. So this isn't going to work out. Or you're the asshole for saying, Listen, I'm gonna need you to. I'm gonna need you to step it up. <laughs> I like you. I like you a lot, and I would like to continue to be in cahoots with your mind and your being and your spirit. But it's really hard for me to do that when you just kind of slumping around, not doing yeah. anything, and I feel like I'm going and putting in all the work, and you're reaping the benefits from that, uh-huh. but you're not reciprocating. Yeah, I are not giving me the same energy and the same work that I'm giving you. You know, I think that if the per like, you know, let's say I'm the person and I'm telling someone, you know, what what I need to see from them and shit like that. I think it's e- I think it's just, I think it's an easier conversation if that person just respects what's being said and doesn't take it immediately to the heart. You know, and, right. and, and I think, you know, as the person telling that person, obviously, you should try not to come off as an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't just, do just walk up, just walk up and people and be like, hey, listen, fat ass. <laughs> get, get up and go do it. Like, yeah, that's not that's pretty much not it's not what I'm saying at all. I'm yeah. Just, but there but there is a conversation to be had there. I think it's an interesting one. I think it's a deep one, and I think it's one that people veer away from a lot of the times because yeah. it makes it seem as though they're shaming someone else. Uh-huh. Because because the retort is, well, you should have just gotten with the person that was there when you started. That's the person that you got with. You shouldn't have got with them thinking about who you could make them or who, what sort of potential they could tap into and who they could become in however many years from now. You should have dated the person that you saw right then and there, and so it's all your fault. But then that's just saying that, we're just all okay at every at every moment. And I think this is, again, the leeway issue that we have is or the difference between us, the disparity between what leeway you and I are willing to give people is because I always think that we always have work to do. I never think that any of us are perfect at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And so and so, no, I didn't I didn't I didn't want to date the person that I met forever. Mm-hmm. That's not who I wanted to date. I wanted to date the person that I met and the person that I know that the the person that they see themselves becoming, the person that they want to become. Right. 
I see that ambition in them. I see the vision in them. I see the work, the drive, the yeah. strength, the will in yeah. them. So if they want to take it somewhere, I'm there trying to help them take it there. That's again, it's just a support system. I'm just there trying to help. So it wasn't as though I just wanted to date this one person stagnant, sitting in this place complacent as this person the rest of their lives. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm a growing and evolving, ever evolving human being. So why would I not expect that out of the other person to be ever evolving and growing? So, yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Being in a relationship with people, like these sorts of things are very, very interesting because people, I don't think people put enough respect on on the sort of work, true work and constant communication that has to take place in order to have a relationship truly thrive. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost, you know, I'm almost six years in and I feel like I'm still like getting to a place. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm still like just trying to get to a place in my relationship where, you know, I'm just continuously on and up and up. Cause you know, we've already, we've spoken about how I felt like I've been stagnant um, just in my yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. For a long time, how I felt like I was just really just stagnant in my life. So, you know, you weren't hold, you weren't grasping the reins yeah, of your own life. You, know, you were just allowing things to take place and you were right. along for the ride. So right. you have to, so one has to ask, well, how does that affect your relationship? Because it does. In, you know, in more than one way, it does. Right. So, right. and you know, uh, luckily enough, I'm, you know, I'm with someone that, uh, you know, pushes me and someone that, you know, has my back. Um, and, right. you know, I've, I've, you know, I've watched myself kind of internally um, just kind of grow into this person over the last uh, several years where I feel like I'm just, you know, I'm making those strides to just kind of be right. who I want to be. But I think we'll get into that a little bit more. I don't want to give that a little, I don't want to give that away. I think we'll get into that a little bit more later when we uh, yeah. pull that card. That, that's <laughs> all right. Well, 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 listen, listen, hey, fuck it. This has been a great intro. I'm glad we were able to get that out. I don't think I seemed like too much of an asshole, so I think I did that right. I, I think, think I did I, that correctly. I, I think that I get. I think if I anyone get, that's just we'll listening, see when I start receiving some text messages and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 see. We'll see. But I, I no, I think I, I think I did just fine. I think people understand what it is I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, if they just listen to the words you're saying. And just right. try not to add too much emphasis on how it might make them feel. Just listen to the words. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. All right. But since we're on that, I think that it, it's time for the people. I mean, you might as well tell them what you ran into on Twitter or whatever it is you ran into. Oh, yeah. Into. So, you know. Because we need to drop down in a second. Right, 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 right. Yes, so sir. I saw something on Twitter the other day, um, or not the other day, a couple weeks ago. Some guy was talking about do 300 push-ups a day and just see how see how, you know, dramatically your body changes. And, you know, at first I'm like, ah, 300, that's, woo. For someone that just doesn't work out all the time, that just seems like a lot. So me and Earl challenged ourselves to do at least 200 a day. We started yesterday. I did 200 push-ups. My shoulders were on fire. But we about to drop down and give it 20 right now. All right. We about to do it? Let's get it. 20. Let's get it. I've already done 40. I'm on it. Come on. 
By the way, so that was so that was sixty for me. That was forty for me. Oh, so that's forty. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm twenty behind you. All right, that's, <laughs> fine. that's fine. We we gonna we gonna get it by the end of the day. We gonna get it. Yep. Uh, Woo! All right, all right, all right. So we got that out the way. Yeah. But look, yeah. But look. Here, here's the thing. Now that we brought that, motherfuckers gonna know. They gonna know <laughs> right. You, <laughs> you don't brought that and presented it to the podcast, so now people gonna know. We have another podcast. Like, oh, they ain't doing no push-ups during this podcast. I guess right. Go with that. Right, right. Because <laughs> it's like we we're do we do this for like an hour and a half to two hours. So it's just like it's either that this this was a break or we just show them that we that we just doing it. <laughs> That's honestly why I like to bring certain stuff to <laughs> to conversations and to the podcast to hold myself accountable for certain things. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I'll purposely come on here and say certain things about what I'm gonna do. Uh huh. It's just so, just so you know I what? hold myself accountable. That's yeah. that's that's a really cool that's like a really cool <laughs> tool to use. Mm-hmm. It's like you said you said it here live on the air. Right. So it's like yeah. if you come back, you just gonna look like like you quit. Like you can't just not yeah do yeah it, like you ain't be like oh this nigga ain't about his word at all. Right. Right. This nigga say he gonna do a lot of shit, but he don't be doing a lot. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I think we should we should probably move on. Right. One of uh one of our topics. All right. Would you would you like me to? Did you want me to introduce the topic? Um, like me I mean, would you, you want to? Let's. All right, I'll do it. So we uh, well, hold on. Do you do you know which one you want? Let's talk I'm about. A, I want to. You matter of fact, I got this. Here we okay. go. <laughs> Last podcast. Yeah. We brought up the fact that Maryland, the court of the court, yeah, <laughs> the court yeah. of law in Maryland. Decided to start ushering in rap, rap lyrics as permissible evidence in the court of law. Right now, I don't think that there are any other states doing this. I think that there's not that I know of. Yeah, not that I've know of. I've looked into this a little bit. Really? So, okay. I, yeah, like they still seem kind of wary about using that because it. Can yes. Be, it can be a little flimsy. Well, listen it can to this. Be a little weak. What it? What if just every state? in the United States was just like, okay, rap music is, is, you know, can be brought into the court of law at that point. That's when it starts to get a little iffy. You know what I'm saying? Or when like a majority of States just get behind it, you know, and say rap music. I think that if it gets to that point, what I said on the last pod would start to make more sense because you're only using rap music for this, which is that you think that it's a, a race thing. It's kind of a race thing, cause why not just All say right. music in general, just music? What? Yeah, just just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't have yeah, to that, be specific makes, to rap. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I okay. I can I can completely understand that. Just make it music. Yeah, just make it. Yeah, music. yeah. Like if you have if you have the power to make that a thing, then just make it music. Yeah, don't just specify rap. Just say music. Right. Now, <laughs> now what I what I will say to that is again, I listen to a lot of different types of music. Do people do dirt outside of rap? Of course, there's dirt being done. Is it as much as people in rap? I don't know. I don't really hear reports on it like that, really. Uh-huh. You know, pop stars and country artists and EDM DJs, whatever the case may be, 
doing a bunch of dirt. You don't really hear about that. I think that it's something that is prolific in, you know what I mean, in in rap music. See, I I get what, uh, I get what you're saying. I totally right. understand that. But I just think that music like, think it's, about how many rappers have died. How many rappers have died in the past five years versus country artists or pop artists or any I, of that? I do not disagree with you at all. And right, I, right. I understand that rap lyrics can be a little more suggestive and crazy than, you know, what you're going to get from other genres. I right. understand that. But at the end of the day, music itself yes. is a yes. broad spectrum of things. So music. I just think... No, I agree <laughs> that if you're going to do it, they should just open it up to all music. No, so, I so definitely music. agree with you. No, I, de- I definitely agree with that. It's also interesting to me... That this is so, people are so weird, bro. Like the same people, like the same women that are showing up at fucking R. Kelly's trials, shouting <laughs> for R. Kelly to be freed and whatever the case. It's so interesting that if someone kills someone, someone kills five people and they don't have a mixtape, we just trying to lock them niggas up. We're like, get these psychopaths out of here. <laughs> But it's but if someone drops a hot song and kills a few people, they have a bunch of people like, oh no, get get them out, like free them. Like that's 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 why? true. Why? That's true. Why? Lock that nigga up. He is that's killing true. people in that's the street. True. You know that you know what's There's funny no, about that? Yeah, you know, that. You know what's funny about that when, when niggas be like, you know, uh, you know, yeah, fr- man, free little Tay, man. You know, free Free little little Duran, man. Like, oh, what that nigga do? Four murders? No, keep that nigga. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, <laughs> that nigga need to stay right where he at. <laughs> All right, so so here's so here's what I got. All right, so I'm reading this off of what is this? Courthousenews.com. All right. Uh, is this the one? Is this the one that I want to? Is this the one that I want really? Uh, maybe. Well, the guy that, that got all this started, his name yeah. is Lawrence Mont- Montague. You've heard uh, of him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so this, so this right here is from Courthouse News. Should someone's creative work be used against them in criminal trial? That was the question presented before the Maryland Court of Appeals earlier this year after rap lyrics sang in a jailhouse phone call were part of state's effort to convict Lawrence Montague of murder. Here I will be reading some of the lyrics. All right. I'll be playing the block, bitch. (laughs) 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 And if you ever play with me, I'll give you a dream. A couple shots, snitch. It's like hockey pucks, the way I dish out this. It's a 40 when that bitch going hit up shit. Now, these were the lyrics that they used. This nigga said this it, while incarcerated. <laughs> yes! This motherfucker was in the jail and was making a call and rapped these lyrics over the line. Okay? Niggas so, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> So it helped the state convince the jury of a second degree murder and a drug deal gone wrong. Okay. Uh, supposedly it was some dude that was trying to buy with fake bills. He was trying to buy, you know, whatever drugs this guy was selling with, with fake bills. So here are the here are the lines. This is where he got fucked up. 
three weeks before trial with lyrics threatening snitches like the witness set to testify against him. Mm. So one, the fact that he said, yeah, I'm going to give you a dream shots to the snitch, whatever the fuck he just said, whatever I just read, a couple shots snitch. That is tampering with, with witness, I don't know, fucking susceptibility, whatever they uh-huh. call it. Was this the you song? Know, you're, you're scaring, you're, you're scaring witnesses. Was what did whatever song he was trying to make over the phone? Did it get put out? Like did like was it available for someone to hear? Oh yeah, I don't even know to be honest with you. Because if it wasn't, then I mean, it's just a nigga, you know, rapping on the phone. Yeah, no, like, this this was probably a song. This was like you know, like shine calling somebody's recording it on the other end, and they just put it out. Yeah, for him. I just want to make sure the song was. No, I just want to make sure. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I believe it was out. Um, okay. And then also, and the mention of a forty caliber of forty caliber bullets, which were used in the murder. Oh, so, so it hit the, <laughs> between the snitch and, and the forty, it was it was close enough. So they're just trying to get. I no, I know, I know. You you're feeling like maybe it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite like it doesn't have as much value. Yeah, because like think like sure, sure, maybe that same caliber of weapon was used but niggas talk yeah. about guns and shit all the time in songs like right you know right. so i i just i hope i hope this nigga got a good lawyer because uh, oh no no i'm no i'm pretty certain this nigga no he went to jail they lost oh for real oh yeah 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 no he got time oh yeah he okay. yeah he's gone he's gone <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> no yeah no they definitely they locked him up damn so sent, sent that nigga up the road yeah, so there's just certain things that people should be aware of when they're rapping. Well, uh, don't it, it's some because that wasn't even one that wasn't even some of the most explicit and detailed lyrics that we've heard before when it comes right. to a murder. Yeah, because that the, I was just like, okay, like he said that, but how are you tying that? To, you know, I just, I, th- I yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, substantial man. enough for me. Like, all right, all right, well, listen. It was substantial enough for that jury because that nigga's it, it, gone. He's up the road now. Jury of his peers. <laughs> his peers. This nigga does not trust the judicial system. No, I get it. I, I know. I understand. I don't. I don't really. Either. I don't trust a lot of this shit out here. <laughs> but uh, but you have some lines for us, sir. If you would like, yes, to sir. So for the second week in a row, we are gonna bring back of of. Of lines that Crazy. you do not want to hear in the court of law if Crazy. you are the rapper. Crazy rap lyrics. Um, yes, that will get you sentenced to jail. Okay. For many years if convicted. Okay, so this is from NBA Young Boys Make No Sense. Okay. I could hit it, I could whip it, I could bag it, I could stash it. I could trap out nothing. <laughs> this nigga letting you know just, just how good his prowess is in the drug game. He's letting you know just how prevalent yeah. he is in this game. All right, go ahead. Uh, I could hit it. I could whip it. I could bag it. I could stash it. I could trap out like a motherfucker. 
and you know oh. me, and you know me, bitch. I just bought another thirty <laughs> burner. I whipped too hard, so I got Ike and Meech got Tina Turner. It don't make sense. I'm not all right, bitch. I will put you under. <laughs> yeah, these niggas be, they be wilding. Oh, this. my gosh. I will put weird. you under. <laughs> under. Did he, say, did he just say right before that, I'm not I? Yeah, he said, he said. Yeah, he said. Uh, he said, it don't make no sense. I'm not all right, bitch. I will put you under. I am crazy and I will kill you. <laughs> I am right. not all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is something big to say that he's letting you know, nigga, I'm fucked up. Yeah. I'm letting you know that you're not dealing with someone like I don't have very great mental fortitude. Right. I will, I could snap at any moment uh-huh. and all y'all, could, all y'all could die. Just like. Just like that dude that Mikey sent to us the other day with his lyrics to the verse, which I didn't even know if whether it was a verse or not. It was just like, if you step on my shoes, nigga, and you dying, nigga. Yeah. You bump into me and you dying, nigga. Take a look at my sister and you dying, nigga. Yep. Look at my brother and you dying, nigga. Look. Yeah. I was just like, yo, this is a verse? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, yeah, like, so that, that'll definitely get him. Yeah, damn. Yep. I'm not all right. I will put you under. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, that won't go very well in the court. Of nah, nah. That, yeah, nah. that won't go very, because you have to understand whether it's. But that's why it's so. That's why it's so iffy, and that's why I feel like a lot of states are backing off of it for now because. This isn't necessarily, concrete evidence that explicitly shows mm-hmm. that this this isn't a video. Uh-huh. This isn't video surveillance of someone going and shooting someone, right? Right. But the lyrics are akin to the transgression, to uh-huh. the charge, enough so that they feel like they can pinpoint some things and, you know, connect some some lines or, you know, connect some dots. So when he says when he says, I'm not all right, do you do you right. think he can use that as like an insanity plea? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you can, if they can use that as permissible evidence, I don't understand why you can't use the same lines and be like, well, listen, I told you and, that and I'm And that's, that's why I asked that question, because I wanted to see what you yeah. thought about that. Yeah, for sure. I should be able, I better be able to. Yep. That's if, if, you can, if you can take me saying, I'm going to put somebody under, then I can use, I'm not all right. Because I said, right. I'm not all right. <laughs> yeah. If you think that I'm telling the truth in this bar, then you have to think that I'm telling the truth over in this bar too, just because it's two lines after that one don't mean anything. Right. You're right. So if if you think I was telling the truth about killing this person, that you also have to then you also have to believe that I'm telling the truth or give me the benefit of the doubt. Yep. That my mental health is fucked up. And if yep. we and if we probably look back into my records, it'll probably prop up the idea that my mental health is fucked up. Right. I don't know that person's background, but probably not the best. Uh no, young boy has definitely. I've had never a... told someone that I will put them under. Hell no, never. I had a pretty good upbringing though. Yeah, nah, this nigga, uh, this nigga's been to jail multiple times. Um, yeah. you know, I think this nigga got about six, seven kids. He's only like twenty one. Um, he, this nigga. Uh, oh right, I did read about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, seven kids at twenty one. Yeah. Oh my god. And he also, Six he also, seven, it don't matter which one it is. Oh my God. And so he also, he has these marks like on his forehead. I'm not sure if you, you know, if you can bring NBA a young boy into your head, 
but he has these like marks on his forehead. It came from I think he was like have fighting or something or doing doing something with one of his cousins in this when he was like five or something. This nigga like broke his neck and had to like have one of those big metal fucking contraptions oh, like around his yeah. like around his face. So if you ever look yeah. up a picture of NBA YoungBoy and you're wondering why he has these like dents in his in his forehead, that's why. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So he's been through a lot of shit. He's 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 uh, lived the life of a nigga that's fifty. Right. <laughs> you just brought up free TK. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to choose another person that is in prison. Okay. Okay. The race. By TK. What was this dude like? He was young at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this like this 20 now. Yeah, yeah, this nigga's doing like 50 years. If, uh he'll probably all the I'm gonna read all of that stuff. I believe that all of his sentences, the aggravated robbery, the murder, all these different things, they're being served concurrently. Mm-hmm. So so they don't stack on one another, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So that with he'll probably be eligible for parole in like 27 and a half years. <laughs> you like uh okay and that made it any better i mean i i can understand how i mean it's better, better for him i mean it's better than 50 27 know, and a half is better than 50 but it's Jesus. still a long time when you're a child when you're you know 20 years old or whatever the case may be sheesh so this man starts off this song the race and i'm gonna give backstory to all this when i'm done reading a couple because it's only a couple of lyrics that i have to read okay I'm Lil Tay K. I don't think you want no action. <laughs> by the by, the way, when he says action, there there's some uh, some ad libs. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> you want action? You get turned into past tense. All right. <laughs> Yo, turning somebody into past tense <laughs> is the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like anytime you. Turning no someone longer. into past tense. Anytime anyone refers to you, it will be using the past tense. Right. You are no longer here presently. You are past. <laughs> your boy, your boy is deep. And let me explain that for anyone who doesn't understand what someone being what being deep is. It means that you and whoever you're with, it's, a, it's <laughs> hey bro, you gotta do this. Sometimes people don't <laughs> you you gotta know. So it's like, oh yeah, we went in there deep. It's like what the fuck you talking like. Did you Yo. did you go in there? Did you go in there far? Like did you? Oh my god! Did you like how like how deep into the place did you go? It's like nah, yes. we went in there deep. You, but see, this is the things you don't ever think about. Sometimes people don't truly understand what you're talking about, and that's why we're gonna have the segment we're gonna have later on. Yeah, yeah. So when it means yeah, we we deep, it means that it's a, a you and a lot of your people with you. Give, giving a y'all lot. a freebie right now. This is a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So your boys deep. Well, let's get to subtracting. It's <laughs> <laughs> just straight talking about killing people off the rip. Uh, Smith and Wesson made my nine with subcompaction. Fuck, fuck, fuck a beat. I was trying to beat a case. <laughs> so if you don't understand what beating a case is. It's just you You were brought to trial for something. You are being accused of something. And you are now trying to prove them wrong. Right. As the plaintiff, you are trying to prove them wrong. I am innocent. That is beating a case. Uh-huh. So he said, fuck a beat. Like, fuck this rap shit. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. I was trying to beat a case. But I ain't beat that case. Bitch, I did the race. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> and then just, just clearly just an incompassionate person. I'll just read this in the next one. Beat it up where I nut shorty face. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with the rest of this. I just wanted to throw that in there. So he's letting you know that case that they tried to bring me in for, I didn't beat it. Uh. I wasn't... I, I was, <laughs> I wasn't let off because they found me innocent. I did the race. Uh-huh. So what that means is I got in my car, me and maybe some of my friends, whatever, and I took the fuck off. Wow. Now, in his case, now, in his case, that would mean cutting off his little ankle monitor uh-huh. and taking the fuck off, leaving Texas where he was. Uh-huh. In going to fucking New Jersey. This nigga was on the run doing, quote unquote, the race for three months. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you seen that His picture is, where, have you seen that picture Tame where he's in McIntyre. the, um, when he's in the car holding up his wanted poster? Like he's in the car <laughs> with a couple niggas holding up a wanted poster of his, with his face on it. That's so wild. That's so wild, wild west. Nigga, that's that's, that's some hard body shit right there. It is. You're riding around with your wanted po- Oh my gosh, that is surreal. You're living a completely different life. If anyone doesn't know what hard body is, it just means like, that's just some (laughs) tough ass, arrogant ass, brolic ass shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, bro. This is is insane. Like, so he, he did some... I mean, he he clearly he robs. He was robbing people with him and a bunch of his friends, mm-hmm. and he, and they always had guns on them. There was another there was another robbery that took place in which somebody died during the robbery, mm-hmm. and he was he was placed under you know under house arrest for that. Uh-huh. And this is and so this is <laughs> so this is what he was going to be tried for. Right, these different robberies and then this murder that took place with him and his guys. Just before cutting his ankle monitor off and going on the run, McIntyre wrote the following on Twitter. Fuck this house arrest shit. Fuck 12. 12 is the police people. <laughs> they gonna have they gonna have to catch me on the hood. Wow. Oh, catch me on hood. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck a beat. I was trying to beat a case, but I ain't beat that case, bitch. I did the race. So, like, that's this, crazy. This like, motherfucker was this motherfucker was on the race. He was leaving, and then participated in a robbery outside of Chick Fil A during the race. During him fleeing just, the state, and he wow. killed someone during the robbery. So he so he cut the ankle monitor off. Trying to leave, robbed someone outside of Chick Fil A, and ended up killing that person, and then continued fleeing to New Jersey. Wow! He made he made that video pretty much like on on the on the way dur- during the race. He made the race video. Wow! They caught this motherfucker in New Jersey, and then the day that they caught him, they released the song. Wow! They released the song the day that he he got caught. It was well planned out. It's gonna be his last. Song. Like it, yeah, yeah. 
27 and a half years. We've talked about it before. Hearing those, hear, like, the judge hitting the gavel and looking at you in your face and saying 27 and a half years, you don't even know what that, I don't even know how to compute that information in my mind. You just looked at me and told me, I put, that's pretty much been my entire life. We're only 30. Yeah, that's pretty much. You're telling me all this time that I've spent on this earth, I'm going to do that again, but in prison. Yes. Oh crazy. my bro. No, but shit. And I'm a child. This and nigga child. about, yeah, this nigga going to prison for longer than he's been alive. Right, yes. <laughs> Man. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing really else to say to that. Aside from the, it's very sad. He's clearly not all right. And that's a lot of people no. out there that are dealing with wild mental health issues and wild, oh, you know, just lacking of, of vital mentors. Yeah. In their yeah. life, you know, yeah, people definitely. to look up to those he- those heroes and idols that we were talking about on yeah. the last podcast. It's interesting to sit back and think about who your heroes, your idols, your mentors are, and why they are such. It's a it's a it's a deep question to ask yourself, but it's definitely something people yeah. should fucking ask themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Are we doing two? Uh, well, I kind of did two because I introduced it with the guy. Oh, okay. So I already, I already right. do you have another one? Yeah, I got another one. I got another one. All right, cool. Hold on a second. Before you do that, come on, nigga. 20 of these push-ups. Come on. Come on, let's do it. All right. 20, let's do this. Uh, we ain't playing around. This ain't no shit. 20. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, one, uh, two, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, yeah, nine, ten. Do it with us, guys. 11, 12. <laughs> 13, if you can do some push-ups, do some right now. 14, 15, 16, 17. You ain't no bitch. Do that shit. 18, 19, 20. Ain't no bitches listening to this podcast. Yo. <laughs> do the push-ups. Yo, I feel that shit Sir. like in my elbow. Every time I bend my elbows, I just I just feel the ligaments oh. in there. Just oh, oh, just, uh, you might need some, you might, you might need mm. some calcium. <laughs> <laughs> you might need, get some calcium supplements because you ain't gonna drink all that milk. Just get some calcium supplements. One of those he a day. Need you know some I mean? milk. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Oh man. I'm just saying. You might need that. You never know. Talk to um, you. Talk to your physician. Let me see. Um. But I ain't beat that case, bitch. I did the race. Skirt, skirt. So, the next one I got is one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite albums, uh, In My Hood by 50 Cent. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, right. this is about to be wild. In My Hood. Niggas screw they face up at me on some real shit, son, they don't want beef. I cock that, aim that shit out the window and spray. They ain't, there ain't a shell left in my heat. That means there's no bullets left in his gun. That means that he has opened his window and shot every single bullet at his target that is that is available to him. Oh, um, God damn. Y'all niggas better lay down. Yeah, I mean, stay down. You get hit with that K round, your ass ain't going to make it. <laughs> you niggas will get laid out, your blood and your brains out, have you on the concrete shivering and shaking. I'm from Southside, motherfucker, where the gas explode. 
If you feel like you're on fire, boy, drop and roll. <laughs> Niggas will eat your ass up because they heart turn cold. Now you now you can be a victim or you can lock and load. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you can be a victim or you can lock and load. Being right. put in those type of positions where, what did Harvey Dent say on The Dark Knight? Something about, you know, either you either you die a hero or you live long live, enough to see yeah. yourself become the villain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a, a hard-ass line. I love that. That's I love a hard that. line. That, yeah, that's Especially just... because Harvey Dent ended up becoming Two-Face. Right. Wow, that was right. awesome. Right, right. <laughs> you saw that coming, <laughs> except for, I mean, like the Batman nerds that grew up reading the comic books, probably, but. <laughs> For the rest of us in the movie theater, we're like, oh shit, Harvey Dent's two faced. That's crazy. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think that does actually happen in the comics. I think Harvey No, I'm Dent certain does. it does. Yeah. yeah, I'm certain it does. And we just didn't know any better. But <laughs> but that but that is an interesting thing. Is being in a sort of environment where if you don't do what everyone else is doing, you're gonna end up being food. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. People are gonna end up finding out about you, realizing that you're not living that sort of life, but maybe mm-hmm. you're working hard to just mm-hmm have decent things in life and try to propel and get yourself out of the situation. But you in a fucking, again, you in a, in a barrel full of crabs and you're like, Oh, well shit. You over here going to college, getting a nice job. You got some money, but you still on the block. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll see you later. I'll, I'll see you later. nigga. <laughs> like 50 wow. cents said again, like 50 cents said, <laughs> if you were sm- if you were smart, you'd be shook of me, cause I'll get tired of looking for you. Spray your mama crib and let your ass look for me. <laughs> it's a hard ass line. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But go. Yeah. I mean, no, no. Th- those those will all get him put in jail if there's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. If, if there was ever anything that aligned enough with those lines, yeah, for sure. No crazy yeah. stuff. It's so interesting when you just read these lines out. Oddly when they're enough. not over a beat and somebody's flowing over it when you just read them, it's like, damn, what, what are we listening to? And again, we're, we were children listening yeah. to that song. Yeah, we were. And oddly enough, someone rolled their window down and shot 50 Cent's ass nine times. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Very, very true. You know, product very of your environment. Very... Product of your environment. Oh, oh man. I think that, man, that, that line a... means more than what people think. I know it's such a, it's such a it's a rough one because I I tend to want to believe that people can break out of the mental shackles that they It's not impossible. Enslaved in. It's not impossible. Yeah, it's not, but it's but it's also not probable. Right. You would say, "Ah, that's a rough one. We really got to work together on that." <laughs> <laughs> We got it. Yeah. Like when you I mean, if you grant that, if you grant that people just can't they can't come out of the mud by themselves all the time, there will always be outliers. And people always are. Oh, so and so did it. Everybody can do it. Right. No, there will always be outliers. There will always be certain people that have. I don't know. It could be a genetic predisposition that just pulls them the fuck out of a dark place. And they're saying to themselves, no, I'm going to ascend. I don't know what everyone else is doing around me, but I'm out of here. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live this lifestyle anymore. And uh-huh. they just find a way. But for the most part, I, I think I would have to agree. 
people need that sense of community around them. People mm-hmm. need that sense of, of camaraderie if they're really, really going to stand a chance at getting the fuck well, out of places just, like this. Just think about this. You have like all these gangs and shit out here. A lot of people don't join gangs because they just got you know, murder and, and violence on their mind. They they join gangs because they don't really, they come from shitty households. They don't have father figures. They need people to be around to kind of show them a way. Doesn't matter if it's a right. good way or a bad way. You know, they want that sense of camaraderie. They want that that yeah. sense of, of, you know, just friendship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I understand it. I've talked about it before, just in a different sense, that there are clearly strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. So I understand why people go and flock and have this sort of collectivist idea of I'm just these people look like me or they think some of the same things that I do. I'm just going to be a part of them yeah. because it's a whole lot easier being with them than just being over here and by, by myself and just doing things and trying to create my own lane. Uh-huh. Like that's 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 terrifying. Right. So I'm just going to go over here and just be with all these people. I get it. Like I said, when I said that thing about there being more sheep than shepherds, uh-huh. that's just kind of that's just what it is. And I and I understand that. So I don't I don't necessarily down people for being a sheep, quote unquote, for just wanting to comply with what everyone else is doing all the time. Mm-hmm. I I understand the logic that comes behind it. I understand the feeling that arises of it's being it's safe. Lonesome. It's a safe feeling. Yeah. It's a comfortable feeling. Yeah, yeah. No, so I I get it. Everybody's just not built that way to just step out that lane. Mm-hmm. I get it. I completely get it. Um. All right. What what else we got, man? Oh uh, well, people? we got two cards to pull. You want to do one literally mm-hmm. or figuratively? I think that I think that we should. We should figuratively pull the card. All right. Let's figurative. Yeah, yeah. Let's leave the other card. Yeah. Leave, say that Although way. I have pulled it, and it is an interesting one. I have pulled the other card, and it's an interesting one. Our oh, I thought, it, okay. No, yeah. I didn't yeah, mean so, to pull yeah, a so let's, card. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So, let's, so let's talk about pulling someone's card. All right. So this is something, this is a segment that we've done before many, many podcasts ago. We, I think we've yeah. done two or three of them. Yeah. But we thought that it'd be cool to bring it back. And so it's, <laughs> and we've done a couple here already through these rap lyrics, which is just yeah, explaining some slang, <laughs> explaining some, some everyday slang that people use. And, <laughs> you, you know, if you're not in the know, then you don't know. Right. So when I'm explaining to you what being deep is, it's the same thing. So the phrase we decided to choose today was pulling someone's card. Mm-hmm. What it means to have your fucking card pulled. Yeah. It's very interesting. And I, before we get into it, I would think, well, I guess I should say first, it means to expose someone. Yeah. It means to put, it means to put someone's, the whole idea of them on blast, mm-hmm. exposing them to whomever may be around at the time, whatever the case may be, showing who they really are. Because and the reason that you would be pulling someone's card is because usually they're not portraying themselves to be that person. Mm-hmm. They're portraying themselves to be someone completely different mm-hmm. than who their card says they are. So mm-hmm. I think that where this may have come from, because, you know, a lot of sayings come from weird shit. This is just me thinking that pulling someone's card probably came from athletic cards, like 
basketball cards, baseball cards, where you would look up one of your athletes and you would trade cards and they'd have all their statistics in, in their bio and all sorts of shit about them. I feel like that's probably where it came from. I don't I don't know for sure. So that sounds about right. The, what do you think? So the scenario that I came up with, um, it's a little different than what you just explained. So I'm going to give a short definition that might pertain a little, you know, might be more meaningful for for my version of this. Um, okay. When I thought about pulling someone's card, I was thinking uh, more so someone says something or does some type of action, and then you mm-hmm. kind of have to be like, mm, nah, nigga, I gotta hold on. We gotta pull that back. We gotta. I, I'm gonna. I'm so gonna fact <laughs> fact checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So all right, well, I, I think well, it's, it's still in the same and, realm. Yeah, it's still in the same realm of having to fact check because. We're fact the way that I explained it. We're fact checking the person themselves. Right. We're yeah. saying, well, hold on a second. You are purporting to be this type of person, mm-hmm. but this piece of evidence over here says that not only are you not that type of person, but you're this totally different type of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing. You're saying, hold on a second. What you just said is not true. Right. It seems a little iffy. I'm going to do some further investigation. Oh, turns out you were fucking wrong. Well, so in, in this instance, I didn't even have to investigate. I already knew. Okay. So uh, you go you go first. Yeah. So uh all of my friends know, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, maybe you know, maybe you don't. I am very fond of Miami, Florida. I'm very fond of Miami, Florida. <laughs> and so Yo. What what I call you, Young Biscayne? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bis, no, nah, Biscayne Don. <laughs> yeah. The Biscayne um, Don. I, if, you, if, you, if you know, you know. Don't worry about Biscayne. If you, if you know, you know. Yeah. It, you know, pre-COVID, I, I, go to, I go to Miami, you know, as much as I can. At least once a year, um, I go to Miami. I love Miami. It's just a place I love to go. I always go there. I have, I have a great time. It's a beautiful place. Right. Um, so... Um, I think we were, I think we were on a hike and, uh, we were with, uh, who were we with? Uh, Reginald, um, okay. we were with Reginald, me, you, Reginald, Carl, Duty. Yeah. Reginald said we were, we were, we got on the topic of Miami. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm about to say? You know what I'm about to say? Um, we got on the topic <laughs> of Miami and as we were heading down this mountaintop, this man, Reginald, said to us that, you know, basically Miami isn't, you know, what I make it sound like and that the water was yes. brown. Yeah. Keyword brown. Yes. Now, as someone that has been to Miami several times, I can assure you that the water is nowhere near the color brown at all. And okay. I don't know if I don't know if it was because I'm so passionate about Miami. I love Miami that I had to pull this nigga's card. I had, I looked at this nigga. I'm like, what are you talking about? The water is nowhere near brown. I was, are you sure you weren't in Virginia Beach? Like, what? Right, you, yeah. No way, nigga. I don't know <laughs> what you talking about. Virginia Beach. I don't know. Are you what? sure you didn't mix up Virginia Beach and Miami? Because <laughs> you had to. You had to talk about the right, water was brown. Right, right, right. And yeah. so. As we talked about it further, I think this maybe this might have happened on a different occasion. I might have brought it back up or it got brought back up. He was more so referring to the fact that Miami, uh, the Miami Beach does have a lot of uh, seaweed 
floating around. Okay. And the seaweed itself is brown. And so when he brought that up, I'm just like, okay, nigga, then there, the, the seaweed is brown. The water isn't brown. Like, what do you, nah, right. so don't, dis, don't, <laughs> don't disrespect South Beach like that, kid. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't disrespect South Beach. Don't do that. Come on, man. You put, like, you putting South Beach on your back right now. I am. I am. I am. I love that place. I love South Beach. And I, I'm not going to just let someone just blatantly lie like that. Come yeah, on, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no I, I get that. I get that. I mean, if you, but, but that's, but that's what's interesting. If you know that there's a, a, a piece of information that's wrong, it's very interesting just le- like letting people talk about things for an extended uh-huh. amount of time. Because a lot of times people will just talk about stuff and they will slowly <laughs> tie the noose around their neck and hang themselves. If you just give them enough time, it's not always about trying to point out every time someone's wrong about saying something. Uh-huh. But people talk about stuff like long enough, you'll start to realize like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you like you say a lot of shit. Uh-huh. Just and it's coming in again, no pun intended, but it's coming straight out of your ass. Like you're not saying you're not <laughs> saying anything. I don't know where you're getting these these thoughts or these ideas. You may have been to this place one time. You half-heartedly observed it because you're looking at the seaweed that was brown, and now you're saying that this place that I love to go to and all these people swear by and love to go to, and it's just huge tourist attraction. It just has dirt brown water right all around like that that's what that's what everyone is is splashing around and that's what everyone's having a good time and that's what everyone is swearing by but yet for some reason like you're this person that knows this piece of information that everyone else is right is unbeknownst <laughs> yeah like that doesn't make any sense like, that doesn't make any sense like this is one of the really most weird. famous beaches in the world and you tell yeah. me all these people come from around the world to hang out around this shitty brown water that's what you're saying <laughs> No, no, no. I wasn't. I I wasn't gonna let that fly. I wasn't gonna let that fly. <laughs> so you you were correct. Your pulling of someone's card is definitely different than mine. It is. It I is. Cer- I certainly made it about showing someone for being something that they were not conveying to be. Yeah. Um. And it and me just being me and doing the stuff I I like to do. I like to make it personal. So this is a story of me getting my card pulled. Oh. So this okay. So this is a story of me getting exposed. So if you've been listening or you know me for long enough, it, you understand that at, there was a point in my life where we could safely say I was a piece of shit. You could safely say that I was an asshole, I was inconsiderate, slight sociopath, just not like... I wasn't really in tune with emotional intelligence and empathy and, and, and feeling connected to people, especially women, especially women. And I definitely know now in hindsight and some there, but didn't really want to deal with it, that it had some clear correlation with the, the past that I had with my biological mother and her not being there and looking at this person as though, they're, you know, the matriarch, the person that is supposed to be taking care of you, so supposed to be there, you know, to, to swaddle you up like a little baby Jesus and give you milk and take you on walks and teach you things and be there and teach you how to love and teach you how to receive love and all sorts of stuff like that. So when that person failed at that, I know it triggered a bunch of things in my mind where, well, OK, well, you can't trust this type of person. 
Mm-hmm. Like you can't trust it. And this type of person, by the way, is just a woman. It's like so. So now all the women on the planet to me can't trust them. Right. right? Like they're going to stab you in the back. First chance they get monogamy and trying to be together with someone. All that shit is unrealistic. It's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. Then you slowly start to then you start using people. And the more you start to use people, and manipulate the situations. Now you're creating a more a more cynical viewpoint because your scope on things is, well, I'm just using people. I'm just using people to get what it is I want in whatever moment. Mm-hmm. So everyone else has to be doing the same thing. Uh-huh. Like everyone else, like this is, it's just a dog eat dog world out here. We're just running around like savages doing what we want to do, trying to keep our heads above water. That's what I'm doing. So that's what I'm assuming everyone else is doing. <clears throat> so then you mold this, this cynical view. So I'm running around, I'm using the shit out of people. Um, definitely a serial cheater back then. Mm. Cheat, cheat my ass off. Mm. So this is me getting my card pulled. I'm acting as though, because I used to lie my ass off. I told you about this. So I'm acting as though I am a loyal, loving boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Dating a girl back in high school. Dating a girl. I have sex with someone that is not that girl. Mm-hmm. This person I have sex with, for some reason or another, felt cool enough with a teacher to go talk to the teacher about her having sex with me. Mm-hmm. This teacher felt cool enough with my girlfriend, my actual girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And told my girlfriend that I was cheating on her with this girl that had come up to her and told her the story. So Is that allowed? Comes, I don't know, nigga. I'm and still you, trying to figure that out. I don't. Like, I don't. I either. I don't know if it's not allowed. I don't know the fucking teacher handbook, st- teacher student handbook, or 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 if it's more so a conversation of is it frowned upon? Is it ethical? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what sort I just, of I just don't, really I need like to be te- happening there. I feel like teachers shouldn't be meddling in like high school kids' business like that unless it's mm. unless it's something that's gonna like I don't like I just but, like but see but I, I know, but even what you were about to say, that could possibly you could see how that might possibly have some damper on it, it's, the it's still it's mind still detrimental at the end of the day, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, so I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's weird. It's sort of like if you know that a kid, as a teacher, if you know that a kid is going through some type of abuse, or they even make a joke about going through any type of abuse at all at home, the teacher has to report that. Mm. So I'm wondering if if it's something like this where you feel like it is highly detrimental to this person, and this is going to break someone down if, you, if you're supposed to get in there. Again, I don't know. I think she just made a moral executive decision on that one. I think right. she just decided right. to to yeah go in there with whatever code of ethics she was working on at the time. Right. So I don't necessarily blame her for it. I know at the time I did. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why is she, why is she doing this right now? <laughs> but the pulling of the car came when the girlfriend came to me. She was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, what you talking about? What you mean? What's up? And she's just like, yeah, Miss So-and-so just told me that you're fucking so-and-so from the softball team. And I'm like, I think at that point, I think I'm, 
I, I, I'm not quite sure exactly how it went because knowing myself back then, I could have lied and been like, what? She know. How she going to know? She know. She, a teach. she probably just overheard something and she switched around the words. Or I could have easily seen myself because I think I did do this one. I think I had been caught too many times at this point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna, You got. Yeah. Yeah. You got me on that one. <laughs> you got. Yeah. Yeah. You got me. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but but that was me getting my card pulled. It did not feel good, mm. um, but that but that goes into the cheating back then. It, it never it, it never did feel good. Like I always knew that what I was doing was not cool. Mm-hmm. I it was a good thing because I hung around a bunch of friends that never, and no one ever high fived me for any right. weird wild shit I was doing. They were just like, oh, like I guess it wasn't necessarily affecting. The, the guy group friend I was with, they just they just looked past it and just saw that I was a cool person at my core. I was a cool person aside from that shit. And they just they're like, OK, we're just, you know, we're hanging around them. But no one was ever like, yeah, keep doing that shit. Yeah, nigga. Like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Keep keep fucking around and cheating. Like, there was never that sort of conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like they would they would hear about all these stories. And they would just kind of be like, oh, we're like, wow, that's wild. But they would never, but they never championed the fact that I was being a fucking heathen right. in the streets. You know, just a, just a low down, dirty scoundrel. Yeah. But, but, it, but, but that, but that was good. And I kind of took, I took note of that later on in life. Like, oh, like no one actually really fucked with that. Yeah. They just, they just, they just hung out with me. They just stayed around because I guess there were a bunch of other parts of me that were cool enough to compensate for the fact that I was, a devious, defiant, little lying sack of shit. Right. <laughs> um, but but this goes to show. I mean, I, well, it doesn't necessarily go to show, but I will tell people: cheating's not cool. Just don't do it. You don't have to do it. You just don't have to be in that relationship. You don't have Very to be true. in that relationship. If if you don't, if you feel like you need to do that, then you just need to figure out what's going on with you, mm-hmm. what it is you truly want, and why that's not being fulfilled in whatever relationship you're in. Well, you know, do some it. some people truly just want to have their cake and eat it too. Well, oh, I mean, no, I I under no, trust me, I <laughs> I understand <laughs> that, but you also have to think about the the ramifications, right? That mm. come along with every one of your actions, right? And with all the past conversations we've had about mindfulness, hopefully, you're growing into the type of person that isn't living life passively. You want to know why you're doing the certain things that you're doing. The only retort to that is, why do I need a reason? Why, why do I need a reason to do? Sometimes I just like to do, I just like to do something. But if you're ever going to grant the idea that there have to be parameters set on why you do anything, it doesn't matter what you do. Why do you go to the gym? Oh, I like to be healthy. I want to be able to continue to move on and run around, play with my friends. Okay. So right then and there, you granted the idea that there is a spectrum. There are parameters for why you should and should not do something. So we can't just, I don't like when people want to just now move on to the next box, the next thing. And then it's, well, why do I need a reason? I just do it because I do it. I know you just don't want to have the conversation or sit and think long enough to figure out the reason why you want to do this or you don't want to do that. But there is mindfulness that is targeted in every single thing in this world you could possibly do. You can be mindful of what it is you're doing or you cannot and just be a passive passenger in in this game of life. Or Mm -hmm. you can be steer or you can take hold of the steering wheel 
and make your own turns, your own adjustments. So, so yeah, that's that's that. But it's it's definitely it's definitely never a good it's never a good idea. It's just it's yeah. just never a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And you can, um, and by the way, you can have, and I, I also think that you can have wildly intimate relations with someone if you want to have your cake and eat it too, per se. And that's why I like the new school. The new school has some things right. When I say the new school, I mean the way that people are trying out different forms of dating one another. If you want to have your cake and eat it too, there are plenty of people out there that would be okay with having something casual. Right. It, it's out there or or being in some triad, you know, yeah. polyamorous people like they're, di- they're just different ways of doing things. You just have to figure out what you like, but don't lead someone on making, the, you know, having the whole golden Labrador, golden retriever and the white picket fence and the flowers and the big wedding. And the, don't have that in someone's mind while you over here. I've known people to to be on tinder be on any of these dating apps while in a relationship legitimately in that's, a relationship with someone that's mad that's been bold. dating <laughs> that's <laughs> that's mad bold <laughs> that is wild that's bold as that shit. is wild just put yeah because your face is out there like your face yeah. and your name is just out there yeah that's in the matrix shit. just just yeah just waiting to be picked by a friend or an yep. acquaintance and be like and, and a screenshot is easily sent. Hey, yo, ain't this old boy that's in a relationship with someone? That is a very bold move. Mm-hmm. That is an extremely bold move. Um, yeah, don't you don't do. Another thing, thinking about me in those times, aside from just the, the the turmoil and the anguish that I was feeling inside and didn't know how to didn't know how to work with it internally and clearly. So then it just it came out externally, and I just treated other people like shit for it. Decision making skills at that age are fucking terrible. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's I was thinking about some times the other day. They are so bad, Keon. And it's not like we were dumb kids. We were bright children. Yeah. But but we some of the decisions we made, it's so wild when you look back now because you understand that there was no filter. There was no real process of the steps and the consequences that could come with every step of this possible heinous crime or transgression that we're about to we're about to have happen mm-hmm. it like it never went by my mind so do i don't know if you you definitely weren't there because i think this was around the time where you were just kind of out of the picture hanging out with your baby <laughs> mom and shit like that you wasn't really <laughs> fucking with niggas but and, and and honestly, it's probably for the best. In certain stories, it was for the best that you weren't there. This story <laughs> of all the guys and plus others being in two different vehicles. I want to say we're some of us were 17, but most of us were 18 at the time. I believe. And we're in two different vehicles driving up all through Wellington, all up and down Wellington Road, all through these different neighborhoods. And we have, I believe, it was either paintball guns or pellet guns. But we had mad guns. They looked like eight, like rifles and pistols and stuff like that. Ooh. A lot of guns in each car. Ooh. And people were popping out the top of the top of the car, leaning out the window, shooting at each other, having a real like high speed chase through the city. Wow! Shooting at each other. 
getting out in different neighborhoods, hiding behind bushes, shooting at each other, getting back in the car, taking off, following each other. Wow. We were really doing this. Adolescence. <laughs> like, yeah, just it's wild to think that we could just get away with something like that. Uh-huh. And then that brings us to the when we finally did, I, I don't know who the fuck, if it was just a cop doing his daily beat or if someone called the police on us, but the police pulled up on one of the cars, one that I was in, uh-huh. pulled us over. And then that's when, and this is, this is just a, it's so funny. And I'm going to explain to you just the difference psychologically between us then as just young black men and then what they could possibly be feeling now. Mm-hmm. Right. Doing the same thing we were doing, mm-hmm. but they pulled us over and the dude, he wrote down one of you was just like, I know you guys got a bunch of little pellet guns or whatever it is we have. Go ahead. Like pass, start passing those through the window right now. And we had a lot. Nigga. I, I mean, we probably had like nine of those God guns. In like, we, we had enough for everybody to have. Like we had enough for like everybody to have two guns in their hand, like shooting. <laughs> like we were out there like blade. Nigga. Wow. It was crazy. So, so the so the police officer looks at me, and he says, "You pick up the guns from underneath the seat, and start slowly passing them to me. If you point the gun at me, I will shoot you right now." And so, yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there like, uh, okay. So it's me slowly picking up every single one of these guns, making sure they're upside down, turn the other way, and slowly passing them out the car so that this dude doesn't fucking shoot me in the face like you told uh-huh. me he would. But it's just interesting because if with all of these occurrences that have happened yeah. with police shootings uh-huh. in the past, if this was us now... Man. We would have never, we would have never thought of doing anything like that. Right. We would have never thought of being in a car with a bunch of black guns that Hell. could easily be mistaken for anything close to. We would have never even Hell. thought about that. Hell. Our decision making skills were just insane, bro. That's just crazy. doing whatever and did not think about what could possibly. It's just I want to do this. Cool. Let's go do it right now. Mm-hmm. Where can we do it right now? Mm-hmm. All the spray painting that I would do, I would go and get spray paint cans out of a store and go straight to the back of that store and start spray painting. Right where I got the spray paint. Just start uh-huh. spray painting immediately on that <laughs> store. Um, the guy, the guy that um the guy, let's call him, let's call him Douglas, that big smoky J used to work for. It was his friend. Okay. That guy told me a story about how him and his friends used to go. I believe it was mischief night. I don't know if they still do that anymore, but I believe it's the night before Halloween. Okay. People just go out. They used to throw TP, you know, TP people's trees and houses with toilet paper and do a bunch of other weird shit. So him and his friends were running around and they were doing shit like going and jump kicking people's doors. And I'm talking about jump kicking them to the point where the whole door would come off the hinges. They would jump and be parallel with the ground, (laughs) jump kick the door and pretty much surf on top of the door in the house. That's wild. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) They said one time, one time they called a family eating dinner. They just jumped, 
jump kicked the door, door came down, they're sliding on it like they're surfing through the through the hallway. And then they just kind of like they're in, they're now in a dining room with a family of four or five eating dinner, just looking at them. Deer in the headlights look. And they just they just turn around and book it. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Can you just imagine? Yo, that's you just crazy eat dinner as with your hell. Family. But these were just young kids, especially boys, because, and you know this for sure, we're not going to get into it, but yeah. you know for sure that what one boy will do uh-huh. is very different than what five or six boys will do. Right, right. When you get a bunch of boys, like you could be, it's a good kid mad city effect. You mm-hmm. could be a good guy, you you decent, you cool, you don't really want to go out and do nothing crazy, but a bunch of your guy friends come around, and again, it's that sense of camaraderie, that sheep feeling mm-hmm. feeling comfortable around all this fluffy wool uh-huh. just thinking okay everything's gonna be good i'm with all these people I'm, I'm fitting in i'm doing what they're doing and you run off and you do some shit that is way outside your fucking character it's it's really really weird another time he the guy douglas i'm talking about him and his friends were running around i believe it was the same night actually what are they called mortars the things on july 4th that you set yeah. off that shoot yeah. A million feet into the air and explode, yeah. and you know what they sound like when they go all that shit that's going on. You know how loud they are, but that's way in the sky. These motherfuckers lit one and threw it through somebody's window at like two in the morning, pitch black, everyone's sleeping. Can you imagine what it's those people may never have another good night rest again. Like Son. they, that is that could very well easily be a traumatic Man. experience. It, we, I bet Where you I just bet. wake up. You think you're at war, or they're bombing us. You don't know what the fuck is going on. You just all these different lights. They they stood. They ran across the street, and they said that it was just July Fourth in this one house. That's, That's what it looked like. Insane. Just greens and pinks and blues and yellows and oranges and reds just shooting out, illuminating the whole house. Uh-huh. Just crazy to wake up to that. Probably you don't know what of, to do, how to stop it. Bunch of ash and smoke and shit all over the walls, oh all over the furniture. Shit, yeah, she's probably shooting around, breaking stuff. But it, Yeah, that's insane. But that just goes... So, I'm not trying to shoot myself bail for being a piece of shit, lying, cheating, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was doing what I was doing, and I shouldn't even say son of a bitch because then that's also sort of <laughs> taken away from <laughs> or it's sort of granting the fact that, you know, she was who she was and did what she did. Even though we got over that, I had that talk with her. We had to talk with my dad. That is not where the blame lies because you have to understand that people are people. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying son of a bitch just as a figurative sort of thing. Gotcha. It's just wild. Yeah, there's no there's no shooting bail for that. There's no getting off the hook for that. But I'm just letting you know that it wasn't just that. My scope of what was right and wrong and what I could get away with and all of my decision making skills were skewed in all senses. Yeah. <laughs> in all in all senses. So if you yeah. caught me back then, you caught me doing a lot of shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I am sorry to anyone that had to deal with me <laughs> from when I was born. Actually, I should really say adolescence, <laughs> like middle, like middle school to you know mid twenties. Mid twenties, I'd say. Yeah, I was. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was off being somebody's pulled, pulled father. Pulled my card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were running around being a father early. Yeah. Having to grow up. Yeah. Set, set, set an example. Sure did. Boy. Oh, my goodness. And that's something, because if I had a child back then, I probably would have, things probably would have been completely different. Yeah. I think I would have shaped. I definitely, I certainly wouldn't have been doing any of those things that I mm-hmm. just talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's for, that's for, I hope, I would hope, actually, yeah. I should say. I, w- I would definitely hope that I would have got my shit together. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So that's it. So I you so you pulled Reginald's card. I pulled my own card yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> Would we like to get into what card we pulled last week yep. on Meaningfulness Card? Okay, let's do it. Let's dive into it. So, again, so for anyone that doesn't know what it is we're doing, this is a Meaningfulness Card that we're pulling every week. For 33 weeks, I believe that we've done four so far. Yeah. Probably, roughly. The card that we pulled last time is, what can you do that you could not do a year ago? Bum, bum, bum! You want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Hit him. Um, so I'm going to try to explain this in maybe like two different ways. Um, do it. Obviously... I talk about a lot of, uh, you know, getting outside and doing a lot of outdoor stuff um, and, you know, putting myself on these videos and whatnot. Doing that has really shown me what I what I can do that I didn't really know I would like or wanted or could do at all um, last year. You know, I'm out here fishing. I'm catching this knowledge about fish. I'm seeing where people are fishing, what they're using, uh, whether it be, you know, different types of bait, um, different types of rods and reels. My fishing knowledge has just gone up tremendously in the last year, and I love it. Um, I did not see myself as this guy outside hiking and climbing rocks. Um, That's not something I ever saw for myself, and I think I said that in the last video that I put up. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm starting to, I'm just enjoying, enjoying things, um, that I never would have saw myself enjoying last year. Um, I found, I've, I've gained this new perspective on outdoors and it really feels really amazing. Um, like, like I said, at the beginning of this pod, like I'm anxious at this point to, to, to go on another fishing trip, um, or to get on another mountain, you know what I'm saying? Right. But what comes with both of those things is the video editing. I didn't know how to edit no fucking videos last year, and not nigga. I'm yeah. out here now. Like I'm out right. here. Right, making- and it's not like and it's not like it took so much. No, it's not like it, it didn't. was the most strenuous thing it, to do. It, it really didn't. I mean, with the help of YouTube, I've learned so many yeah. different skills between fishing, hiking, and video editing. I've learned so yeah. many skills. I've learned how to do so many different things. I learned how to cast correctly on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I learned how to do video editing on YouTube. So shout out to YouTube University. So that's <laughs> that's the uh that's kind of the physical aspect of um what I you know what I couldn't do last year. Mentally and slightly and slightly mentally because slightly mentally. you downloaded and you downloaded all these all these physical motions that you have to make. Yeah. Right? And you've also just downloaded all these different facts that allow you to fish better. Yeah. You know, Um, that preparedness. So the second thing I want to talk about is 
just the confidence to step out there and actually do it. Because I didn't have that okay. last year. I didn't have okay. that. I, you know, I, last year, you know, I was the type of guy that would just think like, you know, like, is this really me? Am I capable of doing this? Do I really right. want to do it? Nigga, you don't, you can't answer any of those questions until you try it at least once. You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. And by the way, we're, we're, we're speaking about this in February of 2021, but we're talking about 2019. We're talking about the things that we couldn't do in 2019. Yeah. We have upgraded in 2020, even though we're talking about this in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, just, just having the confidence to actually get up and do something versus just sitting back and just, like we talked about earlier, liking the idea of myself doing these things. So I think that that's um, mentally, that's one of the things that has changed about me in, you know, this last 12 to 18 months or however you want to put it. Um, I just, I have more confidence in myself um, just to, you know, like, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm in school now. when When I first started school, like almost two years ago, like hopping back into school, I was taking one fucking class. Like, what the fuck is that going to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be taking classes for, for the next 10 years, taking one class. You know what I'm saying? It's because, <laughs> now, it's because, you, it's because you wanted to feel like you were doing something. Yeah. And but, you weren't completely wasting your time. Right. So, yeah, no, I understand why I did it, but yeah. I'm just proud of myself for not staying being stagnant and just continuing right. to take one class. I'm taking three classes this semester and I'm super fucking proud of that. So yeah, it's definitely, yeah, much better, much better. Yep. That's good. That's good stuff. I, I, I like that. For me, I was, again, I thought it was very interesting because I guess a lot of times when we have, we have the time to really sit and mull over these questions it's interesting, and that's why I like to doing the word association with you. It's very interesting the way that our brains work, how they work differently sometimes, like completely opposite sides of the spectrum, polar opposites. But then there are certain times when we're looking at things a little bit more similarly. So physically for me, yoga has been huge. Mm-hmm. Yoga wasn't something that I was doing nearly as frequently as I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And some of the, some of the positions that I'm able to, well, I wouldn't say, definitely, most certainly would not say master, but just the fact that I'm able to do them, that I'm able to perform them mm-hmm. um, at, the, at the proficient level that I'm able to perform them at now, I would have just never thought. At headstand is something that I was not able to do in 2019. Yeah, I'm just trying to, ima- I'm sorry, I'm just trying to imagine it's, your long No, it's, it's, it's great. Just yeah, <laughs> just balancing yeah. on your head. You you like you like get on your knees and you sort of like crouch over and you make a little basket with your hands mm-hmm. and that's where you put the back of your head in mm-hmm. that basket. So the top, the crown of your head, they call it, is now on the on the mat. Mm-hmm. And really, what's doing the work is it's your core one because you got to slowly like lift your legs up, mm-hmm. right? And you have your forearms right next to your head. Because your head's a clasp like this, so you have your forearms. Here. So it's really a lot on your your forearms. Is really take is really where you want the weight to be yeah. during a headstand. You don't really want it to just be sitting at the top of your head. So and and honestly, you can get it to a point where your head doesn't even really have to touch. 
Yeah. And so when you start doing the movements to get into it, you do what's called a dolphin pose first, which gets you closer to it. Your head's in the basket. Your, your body sort of looks like a V off the ground. You're stepping your legs closer to your torso as you're getting ready to kick your legs up. And when you do that the first few times, there's a good chance you lose balance and you fall forward and hopefully you roll it out. If not, you just the back of you just smacks the <laughs> ground and you go through that a few times. But it's really something mental. It's really just your mental getting through it, especially if you can do a shoulder stand. If you have core, core work, core muscles, then you can you can probably really make this happen. It's just really getting there mentally and telling yourself, just do it. Just try it out. Try it out again. Keep doing it. And so when I was finally able to pull it off, I felt fucking great because I knew that it was really just mental resilience. I knew that I knew that my body could do it. I knew that my body could support myself in the way that it needed to. It was just about the mental resilience. So when I achieved it, I thought this was a really cool physical achievement, but it's even a way better mental achievement. And going on to the mental achievement, this is a nerd ass way of answering this question. But what could I do that I could not do a year ago? Read at the level of comprehension that I read at now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep tracks this year, track this year because I didn't really do it so much last year. 2020, I easily read over 30 books. Nice. Easily. And these and a lot of them were some thick-ass, dense books. And when I say thick, I clearly mean the width. And when I say dense, I mean the, the complexity of the ideas within the book uh-huh. were just dense. They, they had some girth to them. Yeah. It was some, <laughs> there were some girthy ideas. <laughs> but I, I've realized that I'm able to read at a much higher Efficiency. I'm able to read the words and derive much more meaning and value out of what is on the page than I could a year ago. Right. And I think that that's so fucking cool to be able to unlock a whole new array of books and ideas and concepts that I'm able to now read and truly understand and implement into my life in deeper ways. I find that to be super fucking cool. Yeah. It's the same thing as, as lifting weights. You see yourself push a little bit more weight on that bar. Mm-hmm. You see yourself be able to run a little bit longer or a little bit faster or do a few more reps, whatever exercise it is you're doing. It's the same way with my mental. Just seeing it grow and seeing it amass all of this knowledge and find ways to intertwine the knowledge in a, in a, in a fruitful way, yeah. in a way that is meaningful and that actually shows up in my life on a day to day basis. That that's different. That's fucking dope. So that's something that I can do. So yay to us. Yeah. Cheers yeah. with my kale drink. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ugh. All right, man. Um, I think. Oh yeah. Okay. I guess we should. We should. I should pull this other. Yeah. Card. Yeah. Pull that card. This is the last card we shall be pulling for the day. Our new meaningful, <laughs> meaningfulness card. Of the week, we're all going to have to wait because you and I are going to have to take some time to think of it. The card is Ask Your Own Question. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we will take time. We're going to take some time. We're not going to try to come up with some shit off the top of the head right now. We're going to take some time. We're going to come to each other off record, figure out a, a nice question, 
that we both feel like we can do something with. Okay. And we'll bring it back to the people next week. All right. That feels like, good. like the way to go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, all right, man. What you want to do? You want to hit? The, you want to hit this twenty? All right. You want to hit this twenty? Let's hit this. Let's hit this. Tw- these twenty push-ups. This is how we leave it. These are these are the last words right here. Here we go. <laughs> One, I ain't no bitch. Two, I ain't no bitch. Three, we gonna get out here. Four, we gonna get out here. Five, don't cheat on your Woo. significant other. Six, stop lying, stop deceiving people. Seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten. Go out and try to find something that you couldn't do last year, but you want to be able to do this year. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. Rappers, stop putting all that dumb shit in your fucking lyrics, getting your ass locked up before the rest of these states go ahead and follow suit with Maryland and lock everybody up. What was that? Fourteen, I guess. Ah, 16, ah, 17, ah, 19, ah, 18, ah, 20, ah, <laughs> oh, let's get it. Oh, yeah, right. my shit, like, right up in here is, is That's what I like, the lats. Crazy yeah. right now. That's what I like, full body Ooh. engagement. This shit. the shoulders, getting the, getting the triceps, and the triceps and the chest engaged, getting the core engaged, because you're planking <laughs> correctly, hopefully. You're doing your push-ups, you're planking correctly. Right, right. Engagement of the quads, keeping the legs nice and tight. Yeah. <laughs> Full body engagement. Hit them. Do we do three sets on the pod? You motherfucking right, we do. Wow, did. we just, wow. Yes, sir. All right, so, so I'm at I'm at 80 for today. You should, I guess you're okay, at 100. so then I should be at 100. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it. Woo! All right, those are the last words for the people. We out. <laughs> Peace. Peace.